Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Oniomania. Oniomania is a behavioral disorder that goes beyond being a shopaholic. Oniomania is a compulsive buying disorder, and sometimes you simply need to hit click and stop. Well, hello there and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy and I'm absolutely delighted to join you once again today. I just got back from a trip to the store. Yes, an actual trip in my car to a real store with real people. Yeah, people still do that. Oh, I used to enjoy browsing in stores when I was younger, but that's kind of changed for me. I like to go and get what I need and simply be done with it. Perhaps it's because I have many other things I'd rather be doing And shopping to me at this point is simply another task in my day. Some people love shopping and they consider it a social experience or a form of entertainment. Yeah, it can be fun until it's too much. Like anything, too much of a good thing is never good. Have you ever heard of oniomania? It's a compulsive buying disorder characterized by obsessive or uncontrollable urges to buy things. Oh, I've heard people joke around about being a shopaholic, but reality is, when the spending gets out of control, it is no longer a laughing matter. Shopping has changed so much from when I was a kid. We had department stores, you know, a drugstore, specialty stores, and limited box stores when I was growing up. Yeah, I remember when Woolworths opened their very first store in Whitehorse, Yukon. It was like entertainment heaven for a kid. You know, we'd go there after school. We'd look at the gerbils and the fish in the pet department. Or we'd visit the ice cream stand and then head over and peruse the vinyl records. Of course, I loved the cafe. And, you know, on payday, Mom would take us there for hot dogs. And, you know, every time I hear the Christmas song Sleigh Ride, I always think of Hogan's Department Store and that horse named Champion. I think Champion only cost a dime back then, and you felt like a hero in the Wild West when you put your feet up in those stirrups and you galloped off into the sunset. Hmm, or the five-minute ride that the ten cents would buy. Well, we also had a Sears outlet where you could pick up your catalog. You could place your orders, pick up your product, and you could even return any items that didn't fit. Now, in the old days, you ordered direct from the local outlet, and then eventually they turned the phones over to their toll-free call center. The service remained the same. You still went to the catalog store to pick up your orders, but it was time-consuming, you know, to place those orders over the phone. However, you know, in small northern communities, that's what we were used to. It it was simply a way of life for us. Shopping is so easy now. Many big box stores offer extended hours, and several small businesses have extended their opening hours to include Sundays, simply in order to keep up with those big giants. Online shopping is a whole other dimension. It's so easy to go online and yeah, you just click here and add one to the cart. Click again and change the quantity and oh, now that I'm ready to check out, an image pops up and there's a suggested item that might go with what I'm buying. 
Well, it's on sale. 40% off if I buy it today. Oh, heck, that's such a great deal. I might as well add that one to the cart, too. Uh-oh, wait. Hold on here. Better hold my horsies instead of click and shop. How about click and stop? Yeah, stop before you add that item to the cart and think about whether or not you really need it. There are many similarities between online shopping and catalog shopping, yet so many obvious differences. When I was growing up, we would spend hours looking through that Sears wish book when it arrived. It was fun to write out lists of what we might order, and then we would never submit them. (laughs) You know, I suppose the same thing can happen today with online shopping. You go online, you find something, you add it to the cart, but then you choose to never go to checkout. Most online shopping will require the use of a credit card. Now, I won't get into credit cards too much here, other than to note that not many things in life come for free. And many credit cards today are charging 20% or higher on your outstanding balance. In the old days, it was still easy to get yourself in hot water. You could set up an account and get a bill at the end of the month. And just like a credit card, it had a high interest rate and you needed to pay it off in full or it was going to cost you. Suddenly those pants that were 50% off were not so cheap if you're paying interest on the account that rolls over every month. Yeah, it's no different today except the ability to access those products simply involves the click of a mouse. I became a fan of online shopping and curbside pickup for my groceries during the pandemic. I could take my tablet and cross-check anything on my list to make sure I wasn't ordering something we already had. Whoops! I see baking soda on the list and I just discovered a box was hidden behind the chocolate chips. Hmm. I can delete that one from the cart and save a couple bucks. I could also keep tabs on how much I was spending and make those adjustments before I reached the checkout. It can be really embarrassing to stand in the store at the cash register. You've got a line up behind you and suddenly you discover you've put way too much in that cart and you've blown your budget. Hmm. You feel that burning in your back as everybody who's standing behind you is in a hurry. And now you're the one that's taking time while you pull back that box of chocolates that you didn't really need. Hmm. In some cases, there is no box of chocolates and people are simply removing essentials that they just couldn't afford. Either way, the humiliation while standing in a line can be overwhelming. You know, the advantage to online curb pickup is you have that choice. The ability to pull something out of the cart before you ever get to that checkout. I probably also saved money because I wasn't walking down aisle 5 and seeing the sale signs on items that I really didn't need, so there was no temptation right in front of me. Hmm, but I was tempted from time to time. If I searched for gluten-free on the store app, I saw so many gluten-free products that I didn't know existed. Yeah, and that was a bit of a challenge. Did I really need those blueberry gluten-free muffins and those lemon cookies? Hmm. Shopping can be a social experience, and taking that away meant I was having less people contact. Not a bad thing if you see people every day, but if you work from home, it can be good for your emotional well-being to get out and see other people. As the pandemic changed our spending styles, it became a joke with many households, and I heard it so often. Hey, there's a delivery truck again. They know my wife by first name. (laughs) Okay, guys, it wasn't just the wives. And, you know, perhaps the spending only became more apparent because it arrived at your door by delivery truck. I have a soft spot for supporting local retail where possible. First of all, they hire real people who have families to feed. They provide employment 
And the more people are working, the less drain there is on our social resources. Secondly, many local businesses support local charities. I have worked in private industry for many years, and I've seen firsthand how many times private sector business receives requests for donations and sponsorships. If we want our local businesses to survive and thrive, then we need to support them. So next time you see the name of a business at a kid's sporting event, remember they could only afford to help if they too receive support from the community. Online shopping provides employment as well, but in a different way. Call centers hire people from all over the world. And behind every headset is a real person who has real bills to pay. Warehouse workers, inventory specialists, and delivery drivers are all part of the process. Yes, when you shop online, you're providing employment to somebody, somewhere. And it's so easy to get caught up in that world of online shopping, and it's really important to take that time to self-regulate. What happens if you see a loved one or a friend traveling down that slippery slope? Have you ever wondered if someone you're close to has a shopping addiction? Now, I'm not an expert in this field, but I can share some signs that you might want to watch out for. Here's an example. You know, do you have a preoccupation with shopping? Now, instead of reading a book or going outside for exercise, are you finding yourself spending more and more time on those shopping sites? Are you interrupting your valued time with loved ones in order to shop online? Hmm, not a good sign. Is it difficult to stop shopping? Do you find yourself spending more than you can afford, avoiding paying bills, and all in the name of doing this so you can have time to shop? You take on more debt than you can manage. You're borrowing money from loved ones simply so you can continue your spending. Do you feel guilty about your purchases? Now, this isn't about buying one donut too many. It's about a compulsive buying disorder that can leave you feeling frustrated, cranky, or grumpy when you can't spend. Are you hiding your purchases? Are you knowing deep down inside that you've spent too much? So you're hiding those packages when they arrive. Are you making excuses to your loved ones about why you needed to buy something? But the reality is, you simply couldn't say no. And here's one. Do you need to shop to feel normal? Do you feel like things are out of whack, out of sorts if you're not shopping? (laughs) I can crack a joke here and say, yeah, if I knew that shopping would make me feel normal, I'd be shopping all the time. But, But seriously, if you really do find that urge, if you find that you're empty inside because you haven't visited a store or made an online purchase, hmm, maybe it's time to stop and put the brakes on a little bit. Oniomania is an obsession and you don't have to go through it alone. In fact, if you live with someone, you're not going through it alone. There's a good chance that your partner or your family are also feeling the impact of your shopping addiction. It starts with you and it can stop with you. It's not an easy world right now. Gas prices have risen so fast and that Bank of Canada keeps announcing higher interest rates all the time getting tough you know and seniors who work their butts off for years some of them are having to take on work now just to offset their low pensions because it really doesn't cover their day-to-day living costs so this is a time when we need to be really careful and got to be careful of those online spending habits it really can creep up pretty quick recent conversation with a highly experienced trucker had me thinking about it i mean there's so many more vehicles on the road today And it's not just parents driving little Susie and Johnny to soccer practice. You know, there's lots of vehicles out there that are delivering groceries and household items. 
And yeah, and many of those trucks are those consumer products that just simply sit on another shelf. So if you're concerned about the environment and you're shouting to the rooftops that we need to address climate change, I'm going to throw this one out there. Are you walking the walk or are you just talking the talk? Do you stop and think before you hit add to cart whether or not you really need that item? Does that one item that you ordered online come in a large cardboard box with plastic bubble wrap and that's going to end up in the landfill? If you don't keep the item and it gets returned, where does it go? Addictions can come in so many forms and they can be kind of costly. Cigarettes are a huge cost and when someone's smoking a pack a day, that can average say 14 bucks a day, maybe $98 a week. Believe it or not, that equates to $420 a month or $5,110 a year. That's huge. I mean, in 10 years, you would have saved $50,000 from not smoking that pack of cigarettes a day. Well, I'm not targeting smokers. I'm simply stating that when times are tight, addictions can also create additional stress. If you get involved in online gambling and you spend $50 a week, That's $2,600 a year times that by 10 years, and now you have $26,000 gone out the window. Online shopping can also be addictive. Instant gratification is like a quick fix, but it just doesn't last. Am I saying that click and shop is bad? Am I against online shopping? No, 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 not at all. Online shopping has made life easier for people with mobility issues and shift workers and people who don't have transportation. But moderation is the key, and it is okay to hit click and stop. Times are different right now, and we aren't in the same economy that we had 5 or 10 years ago. Yeah, technology's made shopping and spending a lot easier, but you can't say, Hey Alexa, pay my credit card bill. (laughs) Doesn't really work that way. The same old bill that you had to pay in the 1970s at that catalog center is really no different than the credit card bill you get today. The only difference is the speed in which you can spend, and that world of shopping is right at your fingertips. It's no longer just one little catalog. So enjoy your options, but be safe. Things don't define us or make us a better person. Don't forget to let those online items sit in that cart before you choose checkout. And ask yourself, do I really need this? Or is this just another item that's going to sit in my cupboard and land on my credit card bill? And if you have the right answer, then go ahead. Click checkout and enjoy. Oh, it is about time to wrap this up, but I do want to share one quick little story with you before we go. I was in a local store this week and I was picking up a microphone. Now I've spent quite a lot of time online lately looking at microphones and comparing dynamic mics, condenser mics, looking at all the different bells and whistles. When I was in our local store and I was chatting to the wonderful man behind the counter, I told him about all my research and he said, I think you have gas. I looked around behind me and I'm like, I have gas. He goes, yep, sounds like you got gas. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, Brian, I'm in my mid-50s. Tell me something that I don't know. And he goes, GAS, G-A-S, stands for Gear Acquisition Syndrome. (laughs) We both had a good laugh. Yeah, I'd spent a lot of time researching them. But no, I wasn't going crazy buying a bunch of microphones. I was simply upgrading, hoping to provide a little bit of a better audio experience with my podcasts. 
Yeah, and on that note, I probably should really wrap it up now. But I would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. And just a quick reminder for me, when you do head into your local shops this week, please do remember to be kind to our frontline workers, be patient, and as I always say, don't forget that smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.